Well, hello, Andre here. Welcome to another episode of the Daily. This Daily episode finds you on the 28th of June, Monday, and it is the start of a brand new work week. If you're a parent with school-going children, it is the start of a brand new school term. And so, you know, you may be on your way uh, right now, dropping off your child at school at 6 or 7 in the morning. And I pray that this podcast finds you at a time uh, where you may be needing encouragement or just refreshment uh, of the spiritual kind. And so let us get into God's word together and spend some time in prayer as we center our hearts, our minds in Jesus, his shalom peace that's over us this day. So with all that being said, let us begin the podcast. Well, folks, many of you know that I uh, try to go to the gym uh, on a semi-regular basis. And recently, I've been experiencing uh, some pain in my shoulder when I do certain, uh, you know, exercises. Uh, For example, the bench press, I feel like a sharp pain in my shoulder. And so I've been uh, trying to get some treatment done for it and uh, seeing uh, someone for it. And it's interesting uh, that uh, as I heard uh, the doctor explain what's wrong with my shoulder, uh, he explained that because you know I had my muscles developed uh, in my chest area, my pecs, you know, it has in a sense pulled my shoulder forward to a point where it is out of uh, alignment and it's out of uh, its intended place. And that is why when I do certain motions, I stress it uh, in a very unnatural manner. And that was really interesting to me because, you know, I've been putting a whole bunch of work on my chest and trying to, like, build the muscles there. But because, you know, the muscles were developed in a way where I had an emphasis on one area and a lack of emphasis on the other area, it has pulled the shoulder out of alignment. And I've been thinking of late about spiritual growth development and how we need to pursue a kind of holistic Uh, vision for discipleship, for growth in Jesus. Many of us have our preferences. You know, we prefer certain aspects of spirituality or, you know, church, for example. We lean more perhaps into enjoying times of worship, but, you know, when the word is preached, maybe not so much. Or we are people who love works of justice, uh, but don't really like being in community all that much. Or the inverse, we like being in life groups, being around people, but Doing the works of justice, we rather someone else do it. It's not really our cup of tea. Well, the vision for discipleship that Jesus gives to all of us, it's a holistic vision. It is a vision that encompasses all areas of life. We don't really get to pick and choose uh, what biblical commands uh, we get to obey or what you know tickles our fancies or what appeals to us. Jesus' vision for our lives is that we would embody his whole kingdom his whole way, all of the statutes, all of which that he desires for us to live out, we will embody it wholeheartedly. We need a holistic vision for growth in Jesus. And that is why, you know, we are not admonishing scripture to be the best justice person or to be the best community organizer or to be the most intellectual word person. No, we are admonishing scripture to become like Jesus, to embody who he is and who he was on the earth. And so we need to make sure that we give uh, time and space to growing in all areas of spirituality, in word, in 
learning to respond to his presence in deep prayer, in works of justice, in being in community and doing community really well. All this, you know, are essential to our spiritual growth and development. Well, another thought that came out of uh, this no realization of uh, what has caused my shoulder injury is the need for alignment. That when something goes out of alignment, it actually has uh, certain consequences. You know, for me, in this case, my shoulder, it is, you know, it's not way out of alignment. It's just a bit off. But just being a few degrees off of where it's supposed to be uh, has such a drastic impact. It has caused uh, damage on my shoulder when you know, weight is put on it. And I begin to think and wonder how this idea of alignment uh, relates to our spirituality, our walk with God. And how going out of alignment with God, going out of alignment with His ways, to be put in a place which is unnatural, which is not His intended design, actually has dam- does damage and is detrimental to our very being. You know? And I think many of us uh, are already able to think of examples in life where we go uh, outside of God's intended plan or where we you know, move into something that we're not supposed to and we experience damage from that decision. Now, I must say, even as I consider all of this, I am deeply thankful that we serve a God that does not demand for us to be aligned without giving us the means to do so. He does not set some kind of standard for us and say, just do it. Just make sure you are aligned all the time. No, He gives us His Holy Spirit. He gives us His grace, His Spirit to speak to us, to lead us into all truth. And His grace that divinely empowers us to live far beyond what we can do in our own strength and means. And I've been thinking of late of this verse from Romans 12 too, which we are all uh, super duper familiar with. And this is the words of Paul uh, to the church in Rome. Now this follows uh, obviously Romans chapter 11, which uh, you know we, we often do a lot with uh, the earlier chapters in Romans and of course uh, talk a lot about Romans 12. But Romans 11 uh, gives us the context of what Paul would say in Romans chapter 12 verse 2. Now Paul was speaking to uh, the church in Rome and he was talking about Israel. He was talking about how the children of Israel were conceited. They experienced a kind of hardening. This super strong language that talks about the hardness of heart. A kind of rebellion and refusal to obey God. To be aligned with Him. And Paul would talk about God's mercy in spite of Israel's disobedience. God extended his mercy toward them but he did say do not be conceited uh, as the children of Israel were then he moves on to Romans chapter 12 verse 2 which starts off this way do not be conformed to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind now this verse we often use it to talk about how we ought not to pursue the pleasures of the world or think as the world does, but to pursue God's mind, to be aligned with His ways. And this is a beautiful verse that talks about how we as Christians are a kind of exile uh, people uh, living in the world 
we you know are part of this world but our allegiances our hearts our spirits are tethered to a kingdom uh that's beyond the, what the eyes can see out we belong to a kingdom that far supersedes the world we live in and so this world its standards its ways you know is not something that we are to be conformed to but we are citizens of heaven we have a king and God is our king and he rules, he reigns. And so we, his citizens, his people, are aligned to him above the way of the world. Do not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. But we often forget what uh, Paul would follow to say. He would say this, after your mind is renewed, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing and perfect will what 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 a stunning promise that as we turn away from the world and as we are aligned with god as we have the mind of christ as we adopt his view his way we would then be able to approve and test and know what god's will is his good pleasing and perfect will and so this is a divine promise folks God is saying that as we align our minds to Him, as we turn away from the way of the world, as we choose to tether our lives to Him, He then bestows upon us this divine insight and ability to know what His good, pleasing, and perfect will is. As we align ourselves to Him, His statutes, His ways, He gives us divine wisdom for how we ought to live in the world. A way that does not does damage to our souls, our lives, our relationships, but it is a way that brings flourishing, shalom, thriving, spiritual depth, maturity, and growth. And it's interesting that the word used to describe uh, transform, you know, the renewing of your mind, is the same word used to describe the transfiguration, where Jesus appeared in radiance and glory his face and clothes becoming dazzling bright uh, before his disciples peter james and john that word to describe the transfiguration of jesus the glory and radiance of god is the same word used to describe being renewed in your mind and so you know my personal view is that the renewing of your mind is not just a simple taking you know good thoughts in this change of bad thoughts it is very much a supernatural experience that we all can have we can pursue this divine renewing of the mind that almost just like you know in the transfiguration account jesus's body was illuminated we can have illuminated transfigured minds in christ and so this is an experience that we are to pursue and the promise of scriptures is that when we pursue this we choose to be aligned with God in this encounter, we would then have a kind of divine wisdom for how we ought to live life on the earth. Isn't that such a divine and beautiful promise? And so for this morning, I'd love to pray this over you and trust that in your lives, in this week, I pray, you would have this divine experience, a renewing of your mind that comes through the power of the Holy Spirit. It's not something our mere minds can achieve on its own. We need God, His power, His transfiguration power 
upon our lives so that we may be able to know His will, His good, His pleasing, His perfect will. And so wherever you're at, I invite you right now, if you're able to, just lift your hands before God. And first of all, let us pray a prayer of repentance, saying, God, I know that there are areas in my life where it's out of sync with your ways. There are thoughts in my mind that aren't your thoughts, thoughts of, you know, ambition, thoughts of lust, thoughts of selfishness, thoughts of sin. God, we desire this day to have your thoughts, to have our minds renewed through and by the power of the Holy Spirit. So God, we pray this day, renew our minds, help us to renew our minds. Spirit of God, I invite you right now to come upon our mind space and bring all things into order, all things into alignment, so that we may know your good, your perfect, your pleasing will for our lives. That is our heart's desire, to do your will, to walk in your ways, to be aligned with you. So we pray this, Holy Spirit, come. Come in power. In your name we pray. Amen. Amazing. I hope in that moment you have experienced something truly supernatural and transcendent even as you leaned into God. And I pray that all through this week you would experience God, you would encounter Him, and that your minds would be renewed through and by the power of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to uh, yet another episode daily. We'll have a bunch more out for you this week. Have a great day ahead. Grace and peace. Hey, Pastor Andre here. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Daily. If you like what you're hearing and you want to check us out, you can look us up on Facebook or Instagram or check out our website www.thecity.sg for more information. Have a great day ahead. Grace and peace.